like to talk and read all things books and mystery. Funny stories. The characters of youth always tend to be a sleuth. The Hardy Boys will do. Don't forget Nancy Drew. It's a clue. Hello, sleuths. I'm Kelly. And I'm Karen. And I'm Craig. Welcome to It's a Clue, a faux crime comedy podcast for people from Boston who somehow get roped into doing podcasts about Nancy Drew. <laughs> that is correct. Craig is our third podcaster for this episode because yeah. he is like of podcast fame on <laughs> the other podcast Karen does with Craig. Uh, see, Karen put in the segment of the show that this is where I say something funny about Craig being on our Nancy Drew podcast, and I was a little bit horrified because I don't know how to be funny on command. <laughs> <laughs> it just so happens. I'll, I'm just going to say up front, um, Craig, thank you for being part of this Nancy Drew podcast. Are you a big Nancy Drew fan? Oh, uh, or are you just a Karen fan and therefore <laughs> graciously agreeing to come on with us? I think I was I was voluntold. Um, love Listen. Nancy Drew. Have read every book, obviously. Obvi. Obvi, yeah. <laughs> I voluntold is a strong word. I think I volun asked. Nicely asked with a stern uh, look in the back of my eye that says yeah. there's only one answer. Mm. <laughs> there is a right and wrong answer. So on the Libro FM podcast, whenever we interview someone we say for our listeners we'd love for you to introduce introduce yourselves and tell us a little a little bit more about who you are and what oh, you do so craig sure. uh can you do that please <laughs> i can i can um my name is craig thank you for the introduction i am honored to be on your illustrious podcast i appreciate you saying from podcast fame that is far from true but thank you oh, it's very um, true. um as i think was mentioned i work with karen at libro fm and we do do another podcast. Um, I have a confession to make. I lied a minute ago. I have not read every Nancy Drew book. I have not read any Shots. Nancy Drew books. I am sorry. Um, so hopefully I will do this episode justice and not be hunted down by the Helen Corning fan club. <laughs> <laughs> the Helen Corning fan club is a peaceful group. I don't think you need to fear them. Um, the only well, thing they've wreaked havoc on is generally boats. So yeah. I think you're okay. Yeah. Uh, and and to be fair, so that you don't feel too bad, Karen and I also have not read all of the Nancy Drew books. <laughs> yeah, but Karen hasn't even read all of the Nancy Drew books that we've <laughs> talked about on the show, apparently. <laughs> I knew I never should have confessed. <laughs> You've read about 49 more than me, though, so that's that's saying something. So congratulations on episode 50. Thank you. It Thank is you. quite the accomplishment. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, well, before we go into Q&A town in which we'll answer the questions that you, our listeners, have requested we answer for for better or for worse. We have some daily announcements to make. And at this point, Kelly, you should make the PA system sound. Do I make a PA system yeah, sound? Yeah, you do. You usually do. Yeah, see, look, Craig is nodding. <laughs> Something like that? Perfect, perfect. Okay, great. Awesome. I'm only familiar with the train. <laughs> well, that's coming up too. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> um, so first of all, as always, thank you to our patrons on Patreon. Um, you absolutely made the season possible in so many ways. And we really appreciate all of you and your support, financial, moral, humorously, etc. So as we've mentioned in previous episodes, we're going to be taking a short summer break after this episode just to like recharge, maybe take some trips, read some books. Karen's making the international symbol for nap. Um, and to like cook up our plans for season three. So, um, you know, we're going to chat about if there's any changes we want to make and things like that over the course of the summer. And maybe when we roll out season three in the fall, which will probably be like, what do you think, Karen? Let's just identify like September. Yeah, I love I love a September Great. start date. It's crisp, Great. it's clean, mm -hmm. school's beginning, the leaves are changing. I'm sold. Good talk. Um yeah. so yeah, season three will be rolling out sometime around then. Keep an eye out. But if you are a Patreon, we are going to be releasing some special content for you while we're on our summer break. So we're not abandoning you entirely. Um, 
And if you miss us desperately over the course of the summer, you know, consider becoming a Patreon and who knows what we'll have up on there for (laughs) Only, only. Really, Karen, do you know? I I don't, but I know it's going to be weird, so. It's going to be amazing and likely Nancy Drew related would be my guess. I think there's a, a strong chance. Good talk. Yeah. Um, well, I know we're moving into Craig's favorite part of the podcast, so I'm curious which one of you is going to say it. Who wants to do it? Not me. <laughs> I've been waiting for this moment my whole life. This is the portion of the podcast where we might like to tell you, our listeners, about things that we are reading, watching, and enjoying. And Kelly, what would that be called? Recommendation Station. Woo-woo! <laughs> Exceeded my highest expectations. <laughs> Perfect. There, there is an arm gesture that goes with it that I think is probably universal and be interpreted, you know, imagined. Yeah. Um, but Craig got to see it in action today. So for listeners, it's a train symbol. (laughs) Standard. And and it was impeccable. (laughs) Yes, it was the all of my actor training. Yes. You know. Um, so Craig is also going to participate in this. I have roped him into recommendation stationing. Um, I'm going to go first because please do. I decided I am still watching Silo on Apple TV, which mm-hmm. both of you have had to hear about way too much. And it's still flawless. I love it. Um, you should watch it. It's so good. Okay. Howie, the author, must be delighted. Cinematic glory. Um, my so, other. What? You, to- you told me I needed to read the books first, though. So. Yeah, well, hustle up. <laughs> They're quick reads. Luckily, you have a big break coming up, so. It's true. Yeah. Um, I also, returning from San Diego, started listening. No, actually, on the way to San Diego, I started listening to Samantha Irby's new book. Samantha Irby is a humorous. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Um, She has written for TV shows like Shrill, which I know you also loved. Yeah, she's the best. Um, And she has a new book. I think her third book. Do you know, Craig? Third book of essays? I'm not sure. Um, it's called Quietly Hostile. Meg Murph, who I know will be listening, is a huge Sam Irby fan, has engaged with Samantha Irby on Instagram. It was a big moment. Um, so highly recommend. I think it, if I'm not remembering correctly, became the Libro FM bestseller on our website in like a matter of really? hours after it yeah, got released. Yeah, like, it was immediate, basically. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's what I got. Um, well, I'm a big fan of Shrill, so I'll check it out to be yeah. sure. Same. Good. Same, same. Funny stuff. Um, Kelly and Craig, flip a coin. Who's going next? Craig. Okay. That's <laughs> one way to flip a coin. <laughs> I flipped the, it over here. I see the voluntelling runs in the family. <laughs> um, Karen knows this, but I am recently obsessed with the interview with the vampire tv adaptation um love the book love the original movie adaptation and when the show was coming out i was like i cannot wait to watch this and then somehow waited a year don't know how i did that um but just recently over the past couple weeks started watching it and i've already watched it twice all the way through um so 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 good i hot take i think it's better than the movie adaptation which up until this show was like I was like, that's one of my favorite movies. And this is, it's so good. It's so good. Um, this is amazing news. I have not yet watched the adaptation because I am, I, I, I told Karen last week, like October is going to be my vampire study month. Nice. <laughs> and I'm saving. <laughs> By study, I mean, I'm going to read a bunch of vampire movie books and watch a bunch of vampire movies. Peak um, October. There will be no like uh appendices involved um <laughs> unless they're removed from a human during the vampiring <laughs> the vampiring yeah uh yeah. but that's awesome i have not watched the series yet but i i love a vampire and i love Anne rice so yeah. i will check it out i did start the mayfair chronicles and it's perfect Anne rice's son christopher rice has been um posting on her facebook on her behalf posthumously Mm -hmm. and is um working on a big memorial up for her life for all of her fans to attend um which will likely be in new orleans and so when that happens we should go libra road trip 
Yeah. Plus Kelly. Plus Kelly. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> I'm right. I quickly changed my tune. <laughs> I am there. Um, Kelly, uh, what are you reading or watching and enjoying right now? I would love to tell you. I am reading <laughs> a couple of things, but most notably I'm reading Emily Henry's new book, which is called Happy Place, uh, which has zero vampires in it. And I still like it. Um, so yeah, I'm just in the middle of reading like a devastating romance and trying to decide which of my current relationships with a friend that I'm going to turn into a devastatingly passionate romance that spans generations. It might be oh. you, Karen. I don't know. I don't I mean, think that's the, not right, in the same the right way. <laughs> I mean, it's probably not going to work out. Never read that Emily Henry book. <laughs> it's going to get Ooh, weird. <laughs> little Game of Thrones twist. <laughs> Listen, it's, it took a turn, okay? I bet there are at least three friends that just heard this whose hearts shattered into a million pieces. They're waiting for your text. I, appreci I appreciate your belief in me. <laughs> it's like the boyfriend bracket of Kelly. Brought to life. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> thank you all for participating in Recommendation Station. I appreciate your thoughts. Um, adding things to my TBR and TB watch list. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, this is the we're getting to the meat of the podcast here, which is Q and A, for which we don't have a sound effect. Q and A. Is that yeah, it? We do. Should that That'll be do. Okay. Sounded perfect to me. <laughs> yeah. No one seemed enthusiastic about that. I'm feeling I, a little self conscious, but I loved it. Okay. I loved it. I'm gonna make a ringtone out of it. <laughs> well, Craig, this is in fact why you were here. Thank you for bearing with our shenanigans. Um, would you like to <laughs> Q&A us? I would love Q &A. to Q&A you. <laughs> Actually, I can only Q you. You will have oh, to yes. provide the A's. That's true. <laughs> we will do the A-ing ourselves. Wow, this is sounding <laughs> this worse is... and worse. <laughs> okay. Um, so I guess we'll just get started then um, on that note. So first question, should have seen this one coming. Tell me the story about the inception of Interclue. Like what started your interest in doing this? and given how much time it takes, like, why are we here today? Well, Craig, that's an excellent question. And thank you for asking. <laughs> Karen, why don't you take this one? <laughs> well, it's funny because we've been doing it for so long. And I, I think I know the answer to this, but I'm curious for your perspective, too, because it may, <laughs> it's so funny to see you while we're doing this. Like every time you like, make a, a look with your eyes, I'm like, is that wrong? <laughs> so we started this during the early days of the pandemic, the global mm -hmm. pandemic. And we were like so far away and couldn't, it was like, well, I'll see you in a thousand years, I guess. I don't know. Also I'm yeah. bored and I can't leave my house. And I think we were talking on the phone and we had talked about, we always wanted to do something like this together. Mm -hmm. And we were like, well, what yeah, if we, we had, yeah, we had talked about doing this podcast for a while and I don't I remember like, how we like decided on Nancy Drew, but I think the pandemic hit and it was like, look at all of our time. <laughs> what else are we doing? <laughs> Nothing. Let's start a podcast. Were there, you, you mentioned you don't know how you decided on Nancy Drew. Were there any other like things that were in the maybe pile? We both love crafting. We both have an absurd amount of hobbies in which we make things that are, uh, well, in Kelly's case, utilitarian. In my case, not at all. <laughs> are you saying this your, could your have been a quilting podcast? It could have been right. a quilting podcast yeah. or an American Girl doll podcast. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys made the it's, right decision. It's kind of an American Girl podcast already. <laughs> oh, good. So is the Libro FM podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I have a one trick pony. I think, no, I think with Nancy Drew, though, specifically, it was like, what's something that we both have a shared nostalgic love for yes. also there are a million of them so the content will never run out also i don't know i remember kelly reading them when we were little and feeling like jealous of the fact that she got to read like big kid books and i couldn't and yeah i still feel like they're a little bit too cool for me so <laughs> i don't know it just kind of nancy nancy lent herself to it also we didn't know if it was going to hold up reading it again now we're like is this still going to be interesting and we'll so say we more. decided to uh you know do a whole podcast about it and find out <laughs> yeah here we are here we are yeah you mentioned that you started during the pandemic 
And as everyone, it was hard to like keep ties with people. And like, we were all doing like Zoom cocktail dates and like trying to maintain friendships. Did you find that doing the podcast like helped your sisterly ties during that like time of isolation? Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> yes, even even outside of the pandemic. So like, you know, with Karen on the West Coast for, you know, like what felt like 30 years um, and not how long you were out there for a long time. So like 15, I think, yeah. yeah, like I think it was the hardest thing there was dealing with the time zone difference. So, you know, by the time she would be getting out of work, I would be like, you know, not in bed, but like dialing back for, you know, just like not in the mood to get on the phone for two hours or whatever. Um, and I don't think we were real good about like, because who is like, we weren't good at about setting up like phone dates just in general over the course of those, like, you know, dec that decade, decade and a half that, that we weren't like necessarily on the same, same time zone. So this gave us like a hard thing that we had to we had to get on the phone and talk every week. And yeah, so to answer your question, yes. Like, um, at least from my perspective, I think you'd agree, Karen, right? Like I have a small tear. I cry on the podcast, both podcasts all the time. You do? Yeah, I do all the time. <laughs> well, I never know because I can't see your little face. <laughs> I My favorite thing that I will like reveal is that um, what people don't know is that like, Pretty much every time we have recorded the podcast and we hang we hang up, we like stop recording, we end up talking for like another two hours about yeah. like what's going on. And oftentimes it is very nostalgic, like about our childhood and just like life things. So it's a it's been a big event in our lives. Yes. Fully agree. Thanks for doing a podcast with me, Kelly. Yeah, Karen. Oh my gosh, we just end now. This is beautiful. <laughs> well, happy sleuthing. <laughs> well, after that big question, I'm gonna let's let's throw a softball your way. Where did the opening song and jingle come from, and who do I have to complain to because that song gets stuck in my head constantly, <laughs> like walking around my house Same. singing it. Yeah, we'd love to hear it, Karen. You take this one. So. We were very excited about starting the podcast and you have this long list of excited things you want to do. Like we need a logo and we need a website. Let's make the Squarespace. Let's make an Instagram. And I was like, Kelly, we need a jingle. And <laughs> Kelly was like, okay, sure. Let's have a jingle. And I, I support this. I tried to write it myself a couple of times and I got a couple like quick, good like riffs, but then it didn't really go anywhere from there. And so I found this woman, Danny W online I believe she was in university at the time and was like, I am writing jingles on Fiverr to like supplement my life. Right. And I sent her a request. I think I gave her like four line items. I'm like, we're sisters. <laughs> we're starting a podcast about sleuths. It will mostly be Nancy Drew, maybe the Hardy Boys. We don't know. Go. <laughs> Go. And then she did, and 48 hours later, it was the best email I've ever gotten. It was like, mm -hmm. your jingle is ready from Danny W. And I was, like, really nervous to click on it. I don't, I, yeah. I can't explain it. I'm like, what is this going to be? I don't know. And the second I started listening to it, I started, like, screaming. I called Kelly, and I'm like, you're going to love it. It's so amazing. Were there <laughs> or, any, or no. did you ask for any changes, or was no, it just, like, no. knocked it out of the park first, <laughs> no. first pass? No, literally no notes like <laughs> perfect yeah send us your invoice um she crushed it and i wanted to give her a plug so um she's on instagram it's at danny d-a-n-n-i underscore w underscore music she just released her first album and cool. it's awesome it's called lost to be found it came out in february um you can listen to it on spotify on apple music everywhere online um, and Amazing. she's going to be doing some like touring with it. And it's, she's so good. I love her. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you think she'll play the, it's a clue theme song at her shows? I would assume so. <laughs> That's the encore. Yeah. One, gotta, when people start chanting one more song, that's what they want for sure. It's a clue. <laughs> I know that you guys were on like a, I don't know if hiatus is the right word, but you were taking a bit of a break and then an article in the New York times came out and Please explain to me what that day or week was like, because that seems like a huge deal. 
it was one of the more surreal things that I have lived through. Same for you, Karen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was wild. Um it kind of came about because a friend of mine um saw that the New York Times Sunday Sunday, what is it called? Sunday newsletter. Newsletter, thank you. Um was doing like a podcast roundup and was at and soliciting, you know, submissions for favorite podcasts. And one of my friends submitted us and wrote a really nice like I guess compelling argument for our show (laughs) and suddenly the next thing we know we're in you know the top 10 amongst like you know David Spade's podcast and things like that um so it was pretty wild um you know suddenly our followers jump and our listens go up astronomically and all of that um but we had like you mentioned we had taken this hiatus because I think, I mean, I'll speak for myself. I was burnt out. Like, I don't think probably either of us recognized just how much work this was going to take um, going into it. Um, even just reading the books, you know, they're short. They're, you know, not hard to read, but that that still takes, you know, time and all of that. So anyway, you know, we started off saying we're going to do one a week and, and we did that for a long time and I think we just got really kind of toasty and needed a break and then trying to like find a like a time slash reason to reboot it was like eh, you know kind of kicking the can down the road whatever yeah um and then the article came out and it was like oh well it the time is now like now we start again so do you have anything to add to that Karen I think the part that was like well all of that is so special and was like a really big deal but um something that I think like the pandemic lockdown era was terrible and we were working really hard on this and at the beginning we were like we don't care if anyone listens to this it's going to be fun we're going to be happy we're spending time together but after working so hard on it and doing so much and not really knowing if people were enjoying or listening to it did become a little bit <laughs> hard yeah. and all of a sudden like that day and the weeks after we got so many emails and so many messages on Instagram of people were like oh my god this has meant so much to me this has brought me so much joy during this time and not just because of like any like fondness for Nancy Drew but like I don't know not to be sappy which I always am but <laughs> It like a lot of people have told us it's meant a lot to hear like family members like having fun together and connecting during that time. And um and just in general. Yeah. You know. That put a lot of like it just put so much wind back in both of our sales, I think, to be like, oh, this is actually it's not just stupid, it's not just funny, like it's actually meaning something to people. And they told Mm -hmm. us that and we're like, we must sally forth. (laughs) (laughs) I think you both do a really good job of like you don't need to read the book to listen to the episodes, which I think would really like shoot the podcast in the foot. But like self-admitted, I haven't read the books and I've listened to a lot of the episodes of this podcast and it's really <laughs> enjoyable. Um, so Good. I'm well, glad you guys great. keep doing Lovely it. Lovely feedback to hear. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> no problem. You can stay. Um, <laughs> 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 Thanks. Please, please seriously, please stay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, there's still a lot of questions we have to get through. Um <laughs> So Karen, you mentioned that you were like semi-jealous of Kelly getting to read these like because they were like bigger kid books. Yeah. How old were you when you first started reading these? Uh, This question can be for both of you. Hmm. For listeners, they've been like pointing at each other being like, you answer this one. So (laughs) I'm pointing at both of you right now. I think Kelly, were you in like fourth grade-ish, fifth grade-ish when you started reading them? Yeah, I would say I was, you know, between, I, I was probably a little too young to be honest. I was I think I was more like seven or eight. Um, and one of our aunts started giving me, I think they sold them at one point in like four, four or five set bundles. Um, so I would get a a bundle for my birthday and for Christmas from her every year. Um, and I, th- I think she started sending them to me when I was like in first or second grade, which maybe was a little too young, but, um, yeah, that's how I kind of got turned on to them. So 
So whatever age Kelly was, minus three, was me <laughs> wanting to read them and trying to read them. And then I would get so scared. Like, I remember the first one, The Secret of the Old Clock. The cl- I, Wow, that's bad. I can't mm-hmm. remember the exact title. It scared that's right. me. It scared me to death. Like, I was like, these are terrifying. Yes. <laughs> um, so I had a slower journey to Nancy, but yeah, we were babies. <laughs> babies. Baby sleuths. Has your like perspective on the series changed as, I mean, I'm sure it's changed from being like eight to, I won't say your age on the podcast, um, but like, Thank you. <laughs> has like doing the podcast changed how you think about the series? I mean, I've heard your spicy takes on the ghostwriters, but I'm cur- I'm curious about like how your perspective has changed. Oh, big time. Well, first of all, I don't think they're scared anymore. <laughs> this is <laughs> ridiculous um so i'm no longer losing sleep over them um i think a lot of the takes and i i don't know kelly if you agree are like the things that haven't held up well i'm like this is not how we speak about women and minorities and right (laughs) the things that culture anything anything like just about anything yeah all right so i'm i'm looking at our script in the next bullet says nancy questions so i think we're i think we're moving to the next section here um this is so, my fault i'm very bullet point oriented and I oh like, i love it i love it i, I love them. a bullet point what are you yeah. talking about i love a checklist even more so yeah. yeah yeah we should be crossing these off as we go you know just for that little boost of endorphins i know there are or there is a nancy drew movie or multiple nancy drew movies um but if you were making a new one, who would you cast in your version of a Nancy Drew movie? Mm. I was born ready for this question. <laughs> Are you going to say yourself? No, I'm not <laughs> going to say myself. This could be recency bias, but I think Bella Ramsey from The Last of Us would be the most incredible Nancy Drew ever. She would Bella be Ramsey defies like all of the stereotypes of nancy and that it's like nancy has to be this like lanky ultra feminine like uh, ultra Mm -hmm, feminine mm -hmm. woman in a dress and like bella ramsey i believe bella uses they them pronouns i could be wrong i think that's right um bella is titian haired first of all which is the most important characteristic of a nancy drew no need for a wig department (laughs) exactly um badass performer um really good at being like both vulnerable and strong at the same time i just uh i think bella is my top draft pick for nancy they're a great top draft pick i um meg murph our friend meg murph says that john ham should be carson drew what say you kelly um okay i i love meg murph (laughs) and i also I truly adore John Ham. <laughs> and I like the idea of a John Ham in a Carson Drew role, but that is a a hot take on Carson Drew. Hmm. Like not sold. I see. I I'm I'm because I, I'm I'm conflicted between the two John Hams in my brain. Like <laughs> I'm conflicted between John Ham and Bridesmaids, who I'm like, well, he's not Carson Drew. And no. John Hamm in Mad Men, and he's a, a he's a little over the top for Carson Drew too, just in a different way. What about John Hamm as John Hamm in the cell phone commercials or the insurance commercials? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I, of course, I do. <laughs> Those are the best commercials on TV. Um, I'm I I don't know. I I can't put my full stamp of approval on that one yet. I'm going to have to pray on it. I do okay. want to see John Hamm involved in the franchise though because I think I would like to spend time with him. He'd be an human. excellent bad guy. He could Ooh, he would be a great and he'd be a he'd be a good like reoccurring big baddie. Yes. You know? Yes. I like, love how into this you both are. <laughs> I'm very into it. Very, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot I, of there's a lot of talking with hands going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do an in- an Instagram post with our final cast. Yeah. Okay. The dream, I would I would love to hear some other options from our Instagram peeps. Yeah. I look I look forward to this next Instagram post. <laughs> Dreamcast Nancy Drew. So you've read 
almost 50 Nancy Drew books. If you could go with Nancy on any of the past cases, which one would you pick and why? Easy. <laughs> I, would, I would love to answer first. Karen, may I? Please do. <laughs> Lilac in because I want to go on a river submarine. I knew it. I knew what you were going to say. End of sentence. <laughs> I knew what you were going to say before you said it. I, I mean, with a close second, a very close second, like nearly a tie, being the the unofficial big cat preserve in Florida with the mansion and the subterranean boiling. That was pit. my pick. Oh, that yeah. was your. I'm so sorry. No, that's that's the perfect one because I. It's it's Doctor Evil. Like it's so good. It was very not only it, not. I was going to say NASA adjacent, but they're like at NASA when. Hmm. Space Straight shuttles up. are being launched. So yes, that, there, that's there's not much security either. No, like, this is a very pre nine nine eleven NASA. You want to go to the moon? Hop on. <laughs> I I loved that book. It like it was very Austin Powers with the subterranean lair and laser beams being shot into space and like that yeah. book was very off the beaten path of what we know to be true about Nancy Drew. River submarine. Rocket to the moon. <laughs> it's hard to say. It's a toss-up. <laughs> okay. So, other than the items mentioned in the books, what do you, Kelly and Karen, think is the most mysterious food? Mayonnaise. The mystery being, why would one eat it? This is so perfect. Um, Craig, would you like to explain why this is a great answer? Sure. For for listeners who can't see our Zoom call right now, Karen and I have just collapsed onto our desk laughing at that answer. Um, we interviewed an author named Grady Hendricks who writes horror books, and we do this thing called Lightning Round on our other podcast, um, which we're going to do on this podcast episode, which is fun. Um, and I think one of our questions was like, would you live with a killer puppet or never eat your favorite food again? And he said, oh, live with the killer puppet. And then we said, well, what's your favorite food? And it was mayonnaise and mayonnaise-related products. <laughs> and we... What? Yeah. That was his favorite food? Yes. He was He's like, like I'm from the can't. South. I love yeah. mayonnaise. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and he was like giving examples. He's like deviled eggs, egg salad, tuna salad, pimento cheese. He's like, just everything that I want to eat is is mayonnaise-oriented. And so the fact that you were like, why would you love it? And we were just <laughs> yeah. told by it. An author that he can't live without it is also to clear the air it sounds like we're disparaging grady grady was lovely and very nice and it was a great episode (laughs) very fun to meet him i would i would i wish i had been on that interview with you because i would have derailed the rest of the conversation (laughs) asking appropriate questions about his palate basically i'm I'm gonna orchestrate a kelly grady meet cute (laughs) in which you can discuss the pros and cons of mayonnaise of which Grady will have only pros and you will have only cons. I will That's, sign up for this. That is correct. <laughs> Take the, my money. The biggest con being that it resembles Cool Whip when one is four years old and goes to the refrigerator in the middle of the night no. with a spoon, which is why I hate mayonnaise. Did that happen to you? Yes, that's why I hate it. I didn't that is know the this. Or- that is like Ugh. villain origin story. <laughs> I have never, I just want to be very clear, I have never ever known this about you it was the house we lived in in, in bethlehem <gasps> the place the of my birth <laughs> the place of the manger correct <laughs> where the manger was located and i like crept down to the refrigerator in the middle of the night one day because someone had had a birthday or something and i was like there's hoarded goods in there and i took a big scoop of what i thought was uh quip Cool whip. Thank you. I was like, what's the word? (laughs) And it was, in fact, mayonnaise. And 40 years later, my life is still ruined. I'm so sorry. That is fair. Valid. That's Mm -hmm. horrible. I'm also, like, picturing now, like, all the scenarios where that could go wrong. Like, a little scoop of Cool Whip on a piece of apple pie. But it's mayonnaise. But it's mayonnaise. Straight up mayonnaise. Yeah. Grady and I would get done with that. I love mayonnaise. (laughs) (laughs) So this next question, as someone that hasn't read a lot of these books, I don't understand it, but I assume you will. And the question is, what's George's problem? (laughs) Everything. (laughs) 
I think it's twofold. I think George needs to be honest about their sexuality with their friends and family. I think that is what we are driving at in a lot of this book and are not allowed to say at this time and in this era. Um, <laughs> Kelly is agreeing with me. Um, that is how I'm choosing to interpret this. Thank you. Um, second of all, I think George uh, is an old stick in the mud, as our grandmother would have said. George does not know how to have fun at all. Old it's stick in the mayonnaise. The old st <laughs> stick in the, <laughs> the cool whip. George uh, is very by the book, logistics oriented, non-flexible, doesn't like to deviate from a set plan. Would you agree, Kelly? I would agree with both of those things and I have a third <laughs> one to add. Please do. Please shall. <laughs> George does not have an outlet for her like type A alpha tendencies. So if George were transported into modern day society, like she could be the CEO of a business and like get all of her organization, you know, blah, 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 whatever type A stuff out at work. But she can't do that no. in in her books. So she has I think one, she's stifled. She has one path laid out for her. And it's like, who are you dating? When are you marrying him? And mm -hmm. when are you going to have a baby and have a cute house? And I that is not her journey. Also, Kelly, I will give you one guess who submitted this question. Jake. Correct. <laughs> we love you, Jake. <laughs> so next bullet point on the script future of the podcast i'm sorry i'm like this <laughs> no i love it i love it it's helping me stay on track here um so 50 episodes what has kept you guys going with this like that's karen and i are only 17 in or something on ours and it's like you said it's a ton of work so like 50 episodes like what has kept you like week after week or you know how how is it going there's only one right answer kelly together. yeah good Aww. job <laughs> We have, I think, it, I think there's two answers. Like we have fun together and this is genuinely fun to do with my sister. And part two is we have really great listeners that like engage with us through all different types of formats. Like some email us, some engage with us on Instagram, some are Patreons, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I think knowing that there are people out there who are listening and enjoying what we're doing makes it even more fun. So, yeah. Plus one on both of those. And like, we have been getting so many, oh, Kelly just high-fived me. Made, my, <laughs> made me so happy. We've been getting like a lot of really cool, um, not just through Instagram, but like uh, cool emails through our form on our website from people of so many different ages who are like, I'm 60 and I remember reading these. We have a listener who is Calvin. Hey, Calvin, who is like a young man who is, you know, early in his reading journey and is reading these with his mom and his sisters and like enjoying them. Um, anyway, all of that being said, it's just been very rewarding to know that this means so much to a lot of people for very different reasons. We should not be doing this on Zoom. Kelly's dancing in response to me. I, I just, we, we really love our listeners. And that's what has kept us going. The end. <laughs> that was a good concluding statement, Karen. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. So in the part that will be edited out from a second ago, you talked mm -hmm. about how my microphone messed up when we did an in-person podcast. Um, you and I, Karen. So... Now that Karen doesn't live on the West Coast with three hours time difference from you, Kelly, do you folks foresee a um, in-person podcast happening on It's a Clue? Yes. <laughs> it was like, yeah. Big time, yes. I, I feel like this is your first Zoom podcast. Now you're just going to go right to in-person. I know. We're like, we're really going to blow the doors off the technology here in a minute i'm really uh, nervous though because like here's a thing that is true kelly is the funniest person i've ever met in my entire life and i can remember distinctly so many times from childhood one from when we were very young in church perhaps <laughs> and <laughs> we have that relationship where it's like 
if I even see like the edge of Kelly's mouth start to turn up, I can't stop laughing. Like, cause I know, and, and also we have the same brain and we think the same things are funny. So the second I see Kelly like start to like smirk a little bit, I start laughing and then she starts laughing more. And then like the hysteria builds and then like tears are being shed. And often it's at very inappropriate times when that should not be happening. <laughs> so I don't know if we are capable of it, to be honest. I mean, I think we should try. I, I, I guess we should. If we have to sit back to back, then that's what we'll do. <laughs> but do I'll it in feel, person, but don't look at each I'll other. I'll feel exactly. you shaking. I will feel <laughs> the vibrations of the air around you shuddering with your laughter, and I will be sunk. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's probably better that we do an audio only thing. We'll do our best, but but we'll we're gonna give it a shot. Yeah. Oh no, this next question, I feel attacked. Um, okay, oh, I'm reading oh. this for the first time. Um, <laughs> The next question is, when are you guys going to have merch? Good question, um, Craig. Would you like to answer that? <laughs> wow. I wish I would have read the script before the recording. Wow. I would have deleted this. I would have struck this from the record. Um, for listeners, Karen asked me like three months ago to design a It's a Clue t-shirt. Um, and I have done some. I did send you some previews. I just haven't yeah. done enough. Um, I will make this a priority for myself. Aww. There's a, you guys can't see this, but there is a sticky note on my little, my little to-do list here that says it's a clue t-shirt and it's been in progress for a while. Oh my but God, that would be so exciting. So exciting to have some know, merch. So. Let us know your hourly rate. We pay, we pay in bottles of whiskey and High fives. T-shirts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I get one one T-shirt. Um, for, for listeners, a, a bottle of whiskey did arrive to me mid-podcast recording. So thank you. Thank you to you both. Very oh, kind yeah. of you. Thanks for literally the least we can do. So. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. This episode is not sponsored by Drizzly. <laughs> that would be great if they did sponsor it. because Un Unofficially sponsored by. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have listened to some podcasts about books, and when they run out of books, the podcast kind of like fizzles out. Um, I know there are many more Nancy Drew books, um, but what is going to happen to It's a Clue when you run out? We will never run out. <laughs> <laughs> so we very intentionally set up this podcast to be, I mean, Yes, we have been focusing on Nancy Drew and we will continue to focus on Nancy Drew, but it's really a teen sleuth podcast and that allows us to expand into all kinds of different series, um, many of which we've kind of touched on in our super sleuth episodes. But, you know, once we're done in 25 to 30 years with Nancy Drew, <laughs> um, you know, then we can go on to the Hardy Boys and work on that well into our retirement. So, <laughs> uh, my m our dad, my dad, our dad is <laughs> like, dying. hang on, <laughs> yeah, our dad is dying for us to do some Tom Swift. Um, I've got my mom's old Trixie Beldens. Um, you know, we could do how how many Encyclopedia Browns did we figure 29. out? Twenty nine. There you go. So, yeah, I, I I think we will run out of uh, listener interest slash, you know. <laughs> no, no pod, way. Pod, podcasts will have disappeared into the ether long before <laughs> we run out of content. These will All be podcasts on... will just be done by AI. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. People will be listening to these on Laserdisc. <laughs> oh, no, we're going no? back in time. We're going like back in going time. backwards. Yeah, like it's we're, we're, that's how I'm gonna archive it, just to make it seem <laughs> as antiquated as possible. Yeah, I, I need the um, it's a clue podcast jingle on a seven inch immediately. Oh, no, you're gonna have that's to download cool. it from Napster. Okay, <laughs> if we Lime, really want to go. Back. I, already, I already got it on Kazaa, actually. So <laughs> perfect, perfect. All of our young listeners are like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Karen and I have. To <laughs> For Sorry. listeners, both Karen and Kelly are dancing right now and trying to mess me up. I will power through, though. 
Um, mm-hmm. Karen and I have another podcast, and on our podcast, we do a lightning round to end each one of our episodes where we ask um, less serious, kind of like, don't think about it, just answer questions. And we have decided to rip that from our podcast and bring it to this one for this one episode. So without further ado, I am going to ask you both a series of lightning round questions. The first one is for Kelly, and I love this. I didn't write it, but I have listened to enough It's a Clue episodes to think that this this question is very funny. Would you rather fight one snake or only wear Nancy Drew high heels for the rest of your life, Kelly? Uh, high heels, for sure. Easy answer. <laughs> No, no thought do you, needed. Do you, do you not like snakes? I, I, I like snakes less than I like mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> In the hierarchy of things I like, snakes are snakes. at the bottom. <laughs> to be fair, I also do not like high heels. I know. But... That's why it's a good question. <laughs> Precisely. You know, you want to hear something funny? Yeah. That was not submitted by a listener. It was submitted by your sister. <laughs> that does not surprise me at all. <laughs> That feels like a setup is what that feels like. That's correct. Well, Submitted by the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> They're after you after those Napster comments, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Karen. Would you rather be in a Nancy Drew airplane incident or a Nancy Drew boating incident? Ooh. I know I the hate, answer. I hate them both. I hate them both. I hate a plane. But <laughs> Kelly is making a boat gesture. I also have had a drowning incident, so I would prefer neither. That's not an option. I think I would choose boat sheerly because there's less plummeting involved. I don't think I'm going to do well in either, but I don't want to fall from the sky. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. Boat. But I hate it. Final answer? I hate it. Okay. I have a follow-up question. Is that based on... (laughs) your chances of survival or just like mental endurance throughout the incident the latter understood yeah yeah Uh (laughs) uh-huh all right kelly this next question was submitted by a craig um if you could have one one of nancy's many talents from your ever-growing list what would it be and why uh i'd want to stand up on a horse (laughs) what yeah (laughs) It, not it not seems... ice skating or nope nope um i just think that's something that i'd like it's like seems like a good party trick you know to be it... like you know what call apples over here I was like, how how are you getting the horse into the, into said party also <laughs> like... i'm never inviting you to a party <laughs> do you have a horse no and i don't <laughs> want one at my parties no. well then you're fine don't worry about it. <laughs> but can't you imagine how great that would be if you were like, you know, at at uh look what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> or if like there were a cat in a tree and you could be like, well, just get me a horse. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems or... like fun. That's abstract. <laughs> <laughs> it is, is when it... you're when you're doing this. <laughs> okay. Sorry. You guys, you guys can never do this on Zoom again. No. For listeners, they are like the giggliest people ever watching each other. Um, all right. So speaking of Nancy's talents, Karen, we all know Nancy can do a bajillion things. What is a thing that Nancy cannot do or that Nancy is horrible at? Set boundaries. That was exactly my answer. Was it? Yes. <laughs> when I was reading these, I was like, set boundaries. Literally thought the same thing. Well done. Girl needs to like take uh-huh. a break. She needs to learn to say no to things. She needs to learn to like tell Ned to back off. She needs to work on her relationships with her friends and family. When the little Tommy from next door shows up and demands to her face, he's like, you're going to take me to the circus and you're going to bring me at 5 a.m. tomorrow. No, I'm not. I'm not going to no. do that. That's insane. Also, I don't. Who are you? Why are you in my house? Like she she's too. She yes. And way too much and it is upsetting great thank you she needs a business plan thank you with bullet points and headings <laughs> maybe you could help her out karen <laughs> i'd be um, so happy to. you love a bullet point um so thank you for setting me up for this next lightning round question with your talk of nancy's relationships kelly ned 
Terry or John McBride? Who are we shipping in the Nancy, the Nancy universe here? I'm going to have to go a hard decision on John McBride. Say more words. (laughs) I've been waiting for this. Oh, you Kelly to Kelly. Oh my God. I don't even know how to respond. Um, I have loved John McBride ever since Lilac in, I think because he's like, he's a man with a career at the government probably has a 401k. (laughs) That is all appealing. Um, Okay. All right. Uh, As opposed to Ned, who's like, I have a football (laughs) and a bad attitude. (laughs) Kind of. And who's Terry? Is he is he the sexy boat guy from Florida? He was the hot professor. Oh, I do like Terry, though. I still have to go John McBride. But it would go John McBride, Terry, Ned. For listeners. For listeners, Kelly just put her hand on the floor when she said Ned. <laughs> I th- I think that the 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 pigeon guy would have been oh. like higher than Ned in the hierarchy. Oh. So not Ned is what I'm hearing. <laughs> Correct. But but yay for John McBride. Okay. You're giving me lots of ideas for all this uh all of this uh it's a clue swag. Not <laughs> Ned. Know. Just a t shirt, not, not, not Ned. Ned. Yeah. Any, anybody but Ned. Yeah. Um, anybody but Ned. It's a I clue mean, bumper sticker. Exactly. Anybody but Ned. Here's a clue, not Ned. Uh. All right, Karen. So I don't know if your listeners know this, but you are a writer. Have you ever written Nancy Drew fanfic? No, but I would. And I think about it a lot. Are you going to be the next ghostwriter? No, I'm going to do like a George spinoff in which. We Kelly just made the most upset face I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm going to write George as if George was living her best life, her exactly. authentic self, her authentic self. Yes, thank you. I've I've thought about that often. I love. I also. I just. We've talked about this a bunch. Writing these from different perspectives, like very mm-hmm. interested in Bess, very interested in George, Hannah Gruen, fascinated, and and writing them in different genres, like a Hannah Gruen romance. <laughs> Like, I'm here for that. I, I actually started writing a best romance. <gasps> Patreon time. <laughs> it's terrible. I bet it's not. It It is. Um, and it's not very far along. But Emily Henry, I'm coming for you. I love it. <laughs> Julia Whalen's going to narrate it. Perfect. Done. Yeah. Sign her up. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of forthcoming Nancy books... Did either of you order those fancy action figures that come with books things yes. that I heard you mention on your <laughs> – you were ready. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Which ones did you order and did you order any for me? Because I didn't. All of them and yes. <laughs> I, Karen, the only I, correct answer. <laughs> but when I saw I missed the deadline, I was like, that's okay. I bet Karen ordered me some. <laughs> it's, it's, been, it's been taken care of. <laughs> Thank you. Is it – is it by any chance, will she have flashlight arms? Yes. <laughs> okay, <great>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you too. <laughs> All right. Um, last question for me anyway. Um, favorite episode and book to date? And this is to both of you. You both have to answer. You cannot point it to one another. I'm going to I Lilac Inn is my favorite. And I think that is a shared interest of ours. I loved Lilac Inn. I also love Shadow Ranch. Also, is Shadow Ranch the one that has the water horse? It is. Yes, it is. Okay, that well, is that, that's how I defend my answer for Shadow Ranch, because of the best water horse incident. Okay. Namaste. Namaste. Um, my favorite book is Lilac Inn. My favorite episode that we've done is Night Night Pudding, <laughs> which was about Lark's Fur Lane. I don't think Craig knows about Night Night Pudding. That was my favorite episode we've ever done. I've listened to that. That's that's probably the only episode I've actually gone back and listened to after I've edited. Because you make me laugh so hard. That's really nice. That makes me feel it's so It's really good. funny. It's entertaining. So anyway, that's my favorite episode we've done. 
which was like 35 episodes yeah both all of our answers were like the first 10 episodes (laughs) so you're telling me this isn't your favorite episode okay okay uh it's this is not (laughs) this is not done yet so (laughs) it could take a turn sideways (laughs) you know what um ask us again (laughs) (laughs) on episode 100 do it do it again edit Uh, so, Karen, I have one final question for you. I'm glad. Yes. Surprise question. I'm glad. Are you ready? I don't know. I think so. I'd like for you to be making direct eye contact with the camera while I ask you this. Yes, ma'am. Great. What is the book that you didn't read before we recorded the episode? <laughs> I don't want to tell you. Please tell me. I will. I have to look back at the insert because I'll say the name wrong. I'm everyone's gonna know now and then everyone's gonna listen to it I was so cagey oh, oh I'm gonna go back and listen to it that's for I sure me too hella <laughs> cagey in this episode like anytime you ask me a direct question I was like well you know theoretically speaking <laughs> I mean I had absolutely no idea though so you must have done a pretty good job while we're waiting for Karen I want to know how you come up with the rating scale Kelly because it's my favorite thing ever every single episode's like one out of ten bejeweled frogs or whatever. I love it. I I don't know why we picked twelve instead of ten. Like in <laughs> retrospect, that was David. a weird thing to do. Um, I think it was because I remember we had a discussion when we were doing the old clock, the very first book. And we talked about rating it, and I was like, let's let's do a different let's do a different rating metric for every single book rather than like, you mm. know, giving it, you know, like one out of one 10 out of five stars or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm thinking maybe we pick 12 because of clock hands or something. I don't really that know. Makes sense, but, yeah. Um, anyway, somehow we wound up with 12 and then now it's just become this thing that I think is kind of one of our favorite parts too. It's we so just fun. The most random thing we can find. So I love that you don't just like rate it. You like two frogs for this, but also minus four for that. Like I, I love the like up and down until you get to the final score. It's very fun. Thank you. You get very specific about it. So, Karen, hurry up! I'm like fanboying over here. The hollow, the hollowed oak. It was the hollowed oak. Oh, I hated that one too. You abandoned <laughs> me on like you my have least favorite book. I cannot wait to go back and listen to that. Oh, yeah. Full save. I was just like. That was pretty early on. So, like, you bailed on me pretty early. It was like 18, episode 18. Yeah. Well, we've done 50, is, 50. Which is more episodes than Craig and I have done on our entire podcast. So, so Craig, so what I'm saying are you is saying I'm saying you're going to abandon me <laughs> on the next episode? Okay, cool. Good to know. Good to best know. Of, best of luck. <laughs> Luckily, episode 18 is already recorded. So. <laughs> Kelly, Craig, this has been an absolute pleasure. I would like to say Kelly's favorite sentence. This concludes <laughs> the entire episode, basically, this time. Um, episode 50 in the can. How do you feel? I feel amazing, Karen. Thank God, because uh, we got 50 more to go. Um, Craig, thank you for doing this. Yes, thank you so much. Thank best. you for inviting me. Honestly, like I'm not joking when I said I felt honored. I really Aww. like the podcast and... I felt very nice when you asked me to do this. So thank mm-hmm. you for having me. Well, That's thank very you. kind of you to say, given this has taken like two hours longer than it should have because <laughs> Kelly and I can't get our act together. So thank you. We owe you a, we owe you a Wednesday night back. <laughs> so as we wrap up episode 50, we want to just sign off by saying a huge thank you to our listeners. We are constantly kind of reeling with gratitude that anybody listens to the show at all but that you also take the time to reach out to us and send us your thoughts and you know engage with us like humans it means like an awful lot and we just wouldn't be doing this if if we didn't know you were out there so thank you thank you for liking what we're doing and um Thanks for giving us the grace to take some time off over the summer so we can kind of recharge a little bit. Uh, we we do appreciate that. And hopefully this is a good time if, you know, if you haven't read all 
175 million Nancy Drew books, you know, you can maybe get caught up a little bit for next season. We'll keep going in order. So you can kind of anticipate where we're going. So anyway, just a huge thank you for being just like kind of the coolest listeners on the face of the planet, actually. So all are at that beautifully said um we will like genuinely miss you all we'll be hanging out together i was gonna say i'll miss you kelly but i'm like no i'm gonna come hang out with you um so if you if you miss us please message us we will be delighted to respond um if you're so interested rate review subscribe to the podcast tell a friend if they love sleuthy things and uh yeah thanks for spreading the word and if you're so inclined please consider becoming a patreon um you can become our helen corning friend which just basically makes you a bestie of the show and we'll give you a shout out on the show and over the summer like we mentioned we'll be you know providing some content on our patreon for all of our great great fans there um and one of the perks is you know especially to remember going into next season our patrons do get to vote on our um, super sleuth titles so uh we'll be spending some time over the summer figuring out what options for that might be next season and patreons get to vote yes they do and kelly craig most importantly please remember what we learned today in episode 50 what did we learn karen the next time there's a global pandemic just start a podcast with your bestie and with that happy sleuthing It's a Clue is hosted by Kelly Biscopink and Karen Farmer. Our logo is designed by Courtney Kyle. You can find her on social media at I am Courtney Kyle. The It's a Clue theme song was written and recorded by Danny W. You can find her on Facebook at Danny W Music. Audio engineering is graciously done by our friend Mark Goodlow.